0: The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content.
1: This is Colvic Darkseed, I'm a half-orc cleric, I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dike seed. Shakes.
2: I am Melvin Hardy. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people inside out.
0: I drink to forget, and I think to remember. Previously, on a very good adventuring
1: team. And then we're going to loosely unbind his hands so he can just have enough room to move around his hands and eat. Nom, nom, nom. Fuck, we're dumb.
0: Shenanigans were had at this See, point. We don't have is to like... exhaust
1: a, uh, exhaust the DD. We just have to piss off the DM enough yeah. to make it. We have to even make it as boring as possible for uh-huh. as long as possible. <laughs> trying my yeah. hardest
0: to make this yeah. into a fucking
1: podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We don't yeah. need war horses. Think about how cool it would Look, I also received banishment, so I can send one creature to another plane of existence. Which plan? <laughs> you get to pick the plan? Yeah, right off here. The toad dimension.
0: I took a bunch of your money. You owe me. <laughs> that is an interesting perspective. Well, we spared his life. They have plausible conversation about mining and digging. <laughs> hey, did you, dig, did you dig holes today? <laughs> Should <laughs> any rocks get in your way?
2: <laughs>
0: get him a very good adventuring
1: team t-shirt. You're part of the team. <laughs> There's no real point to go talk to Duncan anymore. We kind of got our guide.
0: No sign of the competition, eh? I guess you guys are on the hook for bringing back twice as many. I fucking love those crabs. I'm not going to make you roll for it. It's pretty obvious Bloop is basically illiterate. Do we have time to teach him to read? Number one Bloop. So tell me, like, what are you trying to achieve here? Like, do you want to... You said insurance, like... I, I'm, I would be...
2: If Dunk was around, I'd be looking to offer him a little cash on the side saying, look, we don't know where these super amazing adventure friends are or what they're doing or what they have planned for us. But uh, listen, if you run interference, you find out what you can and you be a thorn on their side, there's a little cash money for it for you.
0: Okay. So let's say that you write all of that out in a a note because Dunk is literate. So you could write all that out in a note and leave it as a, a message with the bartender to to get when he gets in. Should we do that, guys? Check yes or no. <laughs> 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 Will you go with me to Harvest Festival? <laughs> yes, no, maybe. I'll, I'll or you uh, could do the super cocky thing and just write yes and yes. I'll put um, uh, I'll put 200 gold. Oh, in a little tape that up in a little envelope for him. Yep. All right. Well, no,
2: I'll say I'm gonna pay him 200 gold if he. Runs interference for us. Gotcha. And he does something that's worthwhile.
0: All right. You leave that note with the morning barista of the broken egg. Anything else you guys want to do before you venture down into the dark, dank underworld? Do we have supplies? Do we have rope? We used up all our rope in the tower, didn't we? Let's say you guys replenished all of your adventuring supplies. It is the next morning. You've got Bloop. He's got his beautiful vest with... Blue ribbon, number one blueprint on it. You have all of your adventuring supplies and gear. You're ready to go. Following the map that you were given by Aegis, you set out into the under of the Undercity, the tunnels that go deep, deep, deep beneath the city. Um, with this map that Aegis gave you, you're able to navigate these tunnels really without any trouble. Uh, you have an uneventful day's worth of travel, and eventually you come to... Uh, you know, an eight hours worth of uh, walking, etc., it's time to rest. You find yourself a safe little cavern and set up camp for the evening. An uneventful night passes. The following morning, you set out again. So this entire journey so far, by the way, you guys have been like sloping downward. It hasn't been any, you know, you don't have to repel down the sides of anything, but, uh, but it's been sloping downward and downward. You can tell you're, you're pretty far under the surface at this point. And as you come around a bend, you notice two things simultaneously. First off, the floor has more or less leveled off, and there's also a faint light ahead of you in the tunnel, a little ways out. Uh, You can tell that the tunnel you're in widens out into a cavern, where this light is coming from, and you begin walking towards it. The floor has also smoothed out considerably, where previously it had been sort of rough stone, sometimes carved, sometimes just a cavern. Now it's actually like flattened stone floor. The walls also start becoming squared out and the ceiling is a gentle carved arch above you. As you come out into the cavern, you feel the warmth and humidity of this chamber wash over you. Uh, you can hear the sound of a lot of water flowing very gently. The cavern itself is, is huge. Um, you've entered on the eastern side, The cavern is about 300 feet across to the western side and about 500 feet north to south and about 200 feet tall. The floor of the tunnel that you were walking on has become a bridge. That bridge is about 100 feet long leading to an island in the center of this massive cavern which is surrounded by an underground river. The island itself is covered in mosses and grasses and vines and all kinds of living... What would you call that? Flora? right? Fauna is deer and shit, flora is the plants. Um, But you can tell that this is not a natural structure. The island itself is, it's kind of hard to see from here, but you can more or less guess that it's sort of shaped like a hexagon. It's got flat sides, and in the center of it is a gigantic cube that is about a hundred feet on a side. Um, It is covered in Like I was saying earlier, vines, moss, all kinds of stuff. You're not seeing any animals or anything at this point, but you are seeing just, like, this thing is teeming with life. So does it look like a stone cube or a wood cube? or? You can't tell what the cube itself is made of because it's just covered. So it looks just like a cube of grass and moss? Okay. So you guys have entered this cavern. Um, Bloop hasn't really been, like giving you too much he's he's said a couple of times as you guys were diverging off like no i'm not real familiar with this cavern but things still seem safe um and looking at the map that aegis gave you it doesn't depict this particular cavern but this is where the map ends and there you be what would you like to do why did that
2: dipshit bring us to this cavern obviously he wants us to investigate this cube but i don't like this big question mark we have like the cube is a question mark, like in Mario think, Brothers. Yeah, I think. So. <laughs> How, How do we get under sweet. that? Is it hovering? <laughs> at all? Are there any
0: turtles around? <laughs> you guys haven't seen any kind of um, animal life to this point. No turtles. Uh, there's no walking mushrooms anywhere.
1: And we're. I apologize. Are we on the bridge right now? Leading to where we on one side, there's a bridge. You're on the eastern side of this bridge, okay. having just entered the
0: cavern, and you kind of stopped when you got to the edge of this right. cavern, because it's like, holy shit, you've been walking underground for basically a, a full day, and then you come to this huge open room. I'm sorry, where's the light coming from? Uh, the light is coming from the cube itself. You can see that there's sort of bioluminescence More or less uh, all over the walls of this place, but the cube itself is glowing the brightest. Melvin, you think you can burn all the vegetation off this island? The island itself, by the way, it's challenging to tell from here, but it's about 200 feet across, flat to flat side of the hexagon. Probably not, but do you think you can shoot an arrow at it, see if anything? At the cube? Yeah,
2: certainly can. I have a, I have a fireball. I could probably clean all the crap off of that cube. Yeah, shoot a fireball at the cube. Yeah, I'm not going to think too much about this. Let's just cast that
0: fireball at the cube. What's the range of your fireball? Range of my fireball? 150 feet. All right, so you can fireball the cube from where you are. You would like to do that? Fucking fireball it. Why don't you uh, click that into the chat just so I can see the description, or if it gives one. I suppose I can also just look it up. Um, Fireball. A bright streak flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range, then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flame. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a dexterity saving throw. A target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. The fire spreads around corners, it ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried, and at higher levels just does more damage. All right. Uh, it is a DC 15 dexterity saving throw that a giant immobile cube will almost certainly fail. Uh, so you do a bunch of fire damage to all of the vines and leaves and whatnot that are growing on this. Uh, and a bunch of that nature ignites. Uh, it burns for a little while, and eventually the fires go out because this is like, you know, moist, vibrant nature. And you have uh, exposed a side of the cube. It's a little bit charred at this point, but you can now tell, uh, if you haven't moved towards it, I I should say, you can now tell that the cube itself is made of stone. Um, You can't tell anything more specific about it from this distance. It now stinks in this cavern. There's a little bit of smoke up towards the top reaches of it from the nature fire you started that has now gone out.
2: Seems safe enough. Uh,
0: so the water that is
2: surrounding this island—can we, do we see anything uh, that would indicate how deep this water is? What's in it? Is it clear?
0: The water itself is fairly clear, but the light isn't that bright. Um, I mean, you guys have good dark vision, so you're able to see just fine, but the light isn't super bright. You can see from where you are towards the cavern's edge that it's probably—I mm, would say it's like. Anywhere between 5 to 10 foot depth where you are. Uh, and it gets deeper towards the center. You can't tell how deep that goes from where you are, though. Hmm. What if you electrocute the water?
2: I could just levitate over it, too.
0: I thought I was thinking that'd be good. You could confuse the water. Yep.
2: I could haste it and make it fast.
0: <laughs> the water's not flowing very uh, like crazy or aggressive at this point, by the way. It's a lot of water. It's a very substantial volume of water because it's about a 200 foot you know, or 300 foot across cavern. So it's not like crazy rapids, but there's definitely a lot of water moving here. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think? Let's go up to the cube. Um, but how are you guys going to over? I can just levitate over there. Oh, sorry. I there's should have been bridge. more clear. Yeah. There, Oh, I'm the, sorry. I'm the bridge across. extends from the wall of the cavern onto this center island. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's about a 10-foot wide bridge. Well, let's just do that then.
1: Of all the spells I was looking at, I'm like, man, I wish I would have got control water now. Oh, I wish I would have got <laughs> s- manipulate stone. Oh, I'm like... Nope, instead I send people to the third dimension. Yeah. You could send the cube to the third dimension.
0: <laughs> 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 At least as far as you're so it aware, such, it's not a creature. <laughs> such
1: disdain for the cube.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did this cube ever do to you guys? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Burning it, trying to send it to the third dimension? Yep, let's, uh, let's walk on over. I'll go with the smart guys. Don't
0: trust no cubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't right angles, man. No right angles. There's probably round numbers written all over that thing. It's 100 feet across. Crazy, gross. (laughs) A hundred feet, gross. All right, you guys mosey your way across this bridge, and you set foot on the island and uh, start walking. I'll have each of you make some perception rolls. (laughs) Yay!
1: Oh, nice. Not nice.
0: Rolled a seven.
2: Oh, twenty-two. We're twins. Seven as well.
0: All right. You, uh, and you added your bonus to that? Yeah. Sad. My bonus of one. My bonus of zero. <laughs> Kolvik, you are the first to hear a skittering noise behind you. And you turn around and you see about... So you guys have gotten about 20 feet from the edge of the bridge onto this island as you're approaching the cube. And from behind you, you hear this noise. And you turn around and you see... The biggest motherfucking crabs you have ever seen crawling up out of the water. Given the distance away that you are, you do have time to notify your compatriots.
1: You guys, I've got crabs. I mean, you guys, there's some crabs. They're Uh, coming up onto the island. They are
0: coming up onto the island. And I will have each of you roll four initiative. Roscoe, what did you get? Fourteen.
1: Colvick? 21.
0: Melvin? 8. Let me get some uh, crab initiative. You see a total of 6 of them climb up out of the water. And goddamn, they look hungry. How wide is the bridge? The bridge itself is about 10 feet across. And these crabs came up on either side of the bridge in groups of 3. So they crawl on...
2: Did they crawl up onto the island and now they're coming across the bridge? Or are they crawling up... Can they reach the bridge from the water and they're climbing into the bridge?
0: I probably should have been more descriptive about that. So the bridge itself is only... The surface of the bridge is only about a foot above the water. And the surface of the island is also about a foot above the water. So the, the water is like right below where the, the bridge and the, the surface is. The crabs are crawling up on either side of the bridge straight onto the island.
2: Okay.
0: I gotta stop using hand gestures because that shit doesn't make sense. Doesn't add anything for the listener at home, but. We're still on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are on the island about 20 feet away from the bridge. So you are now 20 feet from the bridge, 20 feet from six crabs. Those crabs are 10 feet apart on the uh, opposite sides of the bridge. And you've now turned to face them. Let me sort descending. I really couldn't think of any cool, distinctive features or hilarious, distinctive features for the crabs, so they all just have names. You have Arnold. Betty, Cobb, Delilah, Edgar, and Faith. Faith acts first in this combat. What Faith is going to do is, Faith is going to advance towards... Is going to advance towards Roscoe. On the way is going to make a weird noise. Do-do-do... Which is calling out to other crabs, two more crabs call uh, or respond to this call what and the climb their way up onto the island. We're now up to eight crabs.: You are now up to eight crabs.: This isn't good. Infestation.:
1: nope. nope, And they're coming up all around us.
0: Yep. Grant and Heather have joined the crab population on the island.
2: Fuck. This isn't good. Nope. Like nope. How, uh, nope. describe these crabs, like how big are they?
0: They are pretty massive. Um, they are a low-fat crab like you would normally see on any New England beach, I guess. I've never actually seen a live crab, I don't do think. You know? but Did you say a low-fat? F-A-T? F-A-T? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a, low, like a diet crab. No, I mean, like, their shape is... Uh, they are much wider than they are tall. Okay. Uh, so they're about three feet tall and about five or six feet across. They have pretty large pinciers. And hungry what if we <laughs> ran to the bridge and threw it on the hole and do what ran to the bridge got on the bridge threw it on the portable hole to give a barrier between us and the crabs you'd have to run through the crabs they're oh, just going to climb up either way it's kolvik's turn to act right now well wait all right but we we're on the bridge right now right
1: no, no, we're on the island, oh. and they're surrounding the island. so, they're okay, like coming so we're not even from... on the bridge. No. No. Okay. okay.
0: Nope. Yeah, you'd have to run through this group of crabs to get back to the bridge if you wanted to enact the portable hole plan.
2: So we're on the island? Yes. Oh, yes. I thought we are almost to the island. Okay. Okay. I thought we were, like, on the other side. So All nope. right, so we're on the island. There's going to be a quiz on so this. Basi- yeah. So basically the crabs are between us and the bridge. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right, we're fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crab fucked. <laughs> proper, fucked. proper fucked proper fucked crab, crab
0: coursing fucking... oh. <laughs> Kovic, a... tell me about your turn I'm Dude, gonna does, go... is everybody clear on the scene how uh, away through from, it one more from time. the cube uh, you would be at this point about 30 feet from the cube All right, from the edge of the cube because the island itself is 200 feet you said yeah the island is about 200 feet fuck th- those dimensions don't make <clears> sense do they Erase a part of that from your head, and the bridge itself is 50 feet across? Ooh. Yeah, so it's a 50-foot bridge. The island itself is about 200 feet across out of this 300-foot-across chamber, and then the cube is 100 feet. Three, two, one. Okay. Very proportional chamber. Oh, no. Great building. (laughs) (laughs) Round numbers, right angles, everywhere you look. (laughs) Oh,
1: no. All right, I'm going to hastily cast Beacon of Hope, because I feel like we are going to get hurt and hit, so I want to make sure that we get the maximum number of hit points possible by any healing that may happen.
0: Uh, For Beacon of Hope, do you need to cast that on an individual, or is that everybody in the The party? The spell
1: bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range. Excellent.
0: And that's an action or a bonus action?
1: That's going to be an action.
0: Okay. you want to do any movement before your turn's up?
1: Um... Yeah, I don't know much about these crabs or how much they can climb, but I do not believe by looking around that anybody's looking to run across this bridge. Can I can I tell by you guys whether you're looking to bolt?
2: I'm not going to run through a whole bunch of crabs. Okay, to to that then bridge. I'm going to go
1: ahead and uh, back up my back against the uh, against the cube just to make sure nothing's coming from behind me so I can kind of have a peripheral of around this cube of what's coming at me.
0: All right, you're, you're backing up the 30 feet to the cube. To the cube. Yep. Getting a solid surface to your back. How bag. big is the cube? cube is 100 feet across. Yep. You guys are approximately at the center of the eastern face of it. Mm. and So it's a cube, so it's 100 feet tall as well. It is. I guess technically you guys don't know that it's a cube yet because you haven't verified any other side, but <laughs> it, I'm just telling you it's a fucking cube.
2: <laughs> All right. Do we have a tape measure or anything?
0: <laughs> you guys have 50 feet of rope apiece. I mean, if you want to... Do we have a plumb bob?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is, this, is this cube square? <laughs> yeah, where's our faithful companion certain. in all this? Is he with us? Uh, oh, shit. You know what? Uh,
0: Bloop is yeah. Bloop is just hiding. I'm going to say Bloop ran with you to the cube. He doesn't have any weapons or anything, he, so he's just going to hide out and, like, <laughs> stay behind you. <laughs> I could, like... I could make a character sheet and then have him die, but I'm not going to do that. We're just going to say he's hiding behind you.
1: It's totally pelvic. worth 100 gold. <laughs> All
0: right, guys. Crab action. Betty. Uh, Betty is going to... Uh, let's do... Betty is going to go for uh, Melvin. Fuck you, Betty. Uh, Betty could... has advanced to Melvin and is going to take a attack at you. Twenty-two is that going to be a? That's going to be a hit on your AC. Oh, that's I know it's totally going to be a hit. Uh, the crab has two claws, each of which can grapple only one target. So you are currently grappled by Betty, and you take three bludgeoning damage from Betty's claw. Mm. Okay. How do you become ungrappled by this thing? Uh, gra- being removed from a grapple is a strength saving throw. And let me tell you guys what grappling's all about. Oh, it
1: says right on there, escape DC 13. Yep, and that's a strength. Okay.
0: Roll, when you, if and when you get there, and then... I'm not gonna win that one.
2: Have faith in yourself. What's here, strength modifier? My modifier is zero.
0: Oh, so it's not a negative? No. You could win. So, here's what grappled means to each of you. A grappled creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect, such as when a creature is hurled away by the Thunder Wave spell. That's what I was just gonna do. (sighs) What a bunch of crap. Um, The other piece of it is, uh, like I said, it is just a strength save, so if you can roll higher than a 13 with whatever your strength modifier is, then you are just physically forcing your way out of it. That was Betty's turn. Roscoe, it is now your turn. You have, by the way, uh, Faith immediately in front of you. Betty is pretty close by because you and Melvin were at close range. The other crabs are all about 20 feet away from you in the distance. And Kolvik's 30 feet behind you because he ran to get his back against the cube. I am going to stab at Betty with both daggers in a sneak attack. Stabby, stabby Betty. Eight... Do, do, do 8 is a miss, unfortunately. And a 10 is a miss. Oh. Uh, are you going to do any movement or stay where you are? I don't think I can because I stabbed with both daggers. Uh, movement is separate from actions and bonus actions, so okay. you would be able to move. Yeah, move. I'll move away. Alright, so as you move away, uh, you would be within the range of both Betty and Faith. They are both going to take an attack of opportunity at you. Uh, 16 hit your AC? Yes. All right. We're gonna die. Uh, that's gonna be four bludgeoning damage to you. Well, they're not hitting hard, thankfully. And you are grappled, so you now cannot run away. And Faith, six is gonna miss your AC. Yes. All right, so ends your turn. You are grappled, your speed is zero until you can be released. Uh, Heather is going to come up and attack. Melvin. Uh, you are as grappled as you can get, but 16 hits your AC, right? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be 7 bludgeoning damage for you. Mm. Cobb is going to attack Melvin. 10, I'm guessing, misses your AC? 10 misses. Grant is going to attack Melvin. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, crabs. (laughs) 19 is going to be a hit. Uh, That'll be three bludgeoning damage. What did we say, by the way? We said that it was... Faith is the one that's got you grappled. I thought Betty had him. Yeah, give me a rehash here. I thought Betty has both Melvin and myself. Oh yeah, that's right, because Betty got you in an attack of opportunity. So Betty's got a claw on each of you right now and will not, because of that, be able to make any additional attacks. Uh, So Betty has Roscoe, Betty has Melvin. So you guys are through, you guys are through, wait, what am I missing here? One, two, three, four. You guys are through four of the eight total crabs at this point in this round. Betty has Roscoe and Melvin grappled in either claw. So again, Betty will not be able to attack, has no additional free hands. So I took three damage from Betty
2: initially, and then did I take, uh, Roscoe took four from her. So then I've, I've taken another seven damage. Or yep. it' another
0: 10 damage. Uh, you took three from, more from Heather and, or sorry, seven, seven more from Heather, three more from Grant. Okay. So yeah, you you have taken a total of 13 so far. Grant and cops sound like real assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're good. Melvin, it is now your turn.
2: Uh, I'm going to do the thing that I said that I was going to do. Once everybody's all nice up and close here, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave if I can. Get up in that Thunder Wave. I'm going to use a. That's a sweet Transformers name. Thunderwave is what? A dex save? Thunderwave is. Constitution. Constitution. And I'm going to cast that at a
0: level four. Because I can now. Hot diggity. Alright, so. Thunderwave does a boatload of damage, and if they fail a DC 15 Constitution saving throw, they are pushed. How far are they pushed?
2: They're pushed 10 feet away.
0: 10 feet away,
2: okay, so the... and a successful save, they take half as m- much damage and they aren't pushed.
0: Uh, Alright, and that's going to be a total of either 21 damage if they fail, or because things are rounded down 10 if... or sorry, yeah, 10 if they succeed on their saving throw, 21 if they fail. Uh, so I'm going to do this not in alphabetical order, I'm going to do it in the order of the ones that have moved so far. So Faith, Betty, Heather, Cobb, and Grant uh, will each make a saving throw. If they're pushed, they're pushed 10 feet back. Uh, Edgar, Delilah, and Arnold are still at the water's edge. So if they do get pushed, they'll get pushed into the water. Going down the list, Faith. Faith has failed her saving throw, uh, taking 21 damage, and is destroyed. Uh, Now we're down to Betty. Betty fails her saving throw, is pushed 10 feet back, and is destroyed. Heather fails her saving throw, is pushed 10 feet back, and is destroyed. Uh, Cobb. Cobb succeeds and thus takes 10 damage and is not pushed. But Cobb is bloodied. And finally, Grant succeeds... Uh, So that's 10 damage and is pushed. Now for the remaining three that are at the water's edge still, starting with Edgar. Edgar fails, is destroyed, and is blown into the water. Uh, Delilah fails and is blown into the water. Way to lose all the crabs. And last but not least is Arnold. Arnold fails is destroyed, and is blown into the water. He won't be back. Nice. (laughs) hi ho listeners. Thanks for coming back for another episode. The gang is miles from home, deep underground, and their only exit is cut off by an army of killer crabs. What a crazy situation. Who knows? Maybe they get killed and the remaining half hour of the show is just silence until the end. I bet you can't wait to find out. Folks, if you want to make the world a better place for you, me, and everyone in it, the quickest path is to leave a review for us on iTunes. Not only will World Peace be one step closer, but you can have us read your review back over the ether, just like we're about to do for Ferks Muldar. They say, Gotta say... This is a fun group of friends to listen to. The content is engaging and at times downright hilarious. The DM does a great job setting the scene, only for his players to promptly find unexpected ways to interact with it. If I were to have one criticism, it would be that the editing at times feels a bit awkward, but it's less of a criticism and more of an observation that each episode may take place over the course of multiple recording sessions. All in all, this is a great show that I am looking forward to seeing grow. Thanks, Fergs. And you're right. We do chop up recording sessions into several episodes, and sometimes one episode might contain material from two episodes. I realize that can be a bit awkward, but hey, we're an amateur podcast. Thanks for cutting us some slack. If you want to go a step further in supporting us than just a review, then hop on over to Patreon or Ko-fi and drop us a few bucks. We'd be darn grateful, and we'll make sure we thank you in an episode. Links to those two sites can be found on our site. The VGAT.com. T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. You'll also find links to all of our social media over there. I've been putting out quotes from the episodes, so if you want a little giggle between episodes, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, or any of the other ones. Oh, by the way, I gave up on MySpace. It was hilarious for a little while, but it's broken every time I try to post now, so meh. I want to remind the whole world how grateful I am to Zach, John, and Victor for continuing to support us on Patreon. Seriously, folks, helping to support us really means a lot, and it absolutely helps keep us broadcasting. Finally, I'd like to mention the upcoming Kickstarter campaign for The Retroverse. Or maybe it's already started. Or Maybe it's been out for a few years and this makes no sense. It's really weird writing these mid-rolls because I have no idea when it's going to be listened to. My sense of time is really fragmented, and I'm not really sure when I exist anymore. Anyway, there's a thing called the Retroverse, which is a D&D 5th edition expansion. They're launching their Kickstarter on April 10th of 2018. The artwork by, and forgive me if I slaughter this, Luis Abadayas Garcia is unbelievable. This whole thing just looks like an explosion of neon and magic and dinosaurs and the 80s and awesomeness. Head on over to lasersandliches.com to see where they're at. I can't wait to throw some of my personal dollars at this project. It looks pretty sweet. That's all I've got for this week, friends. Let's get back to some crabby combat. You now have two crabs remaining in front of you, Cobb and Grant. Melvin, would you like to do any movement? Uh, You guys, by the way, Melvin and Roscoe, you guys are both freed now because you have blown away all the ones, or you blew away, you blew Betty away, (laughs) and uh, you're now free to move and act as you please. So if you would like movement on your turn, it is an option. Yeah, I'll move back. You're going to join Kolvik at the wall? Yes. Kolvik, turn has returned to you.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and cast Bless now that I realize these guys have grapplers. And that way we can whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll an extra d four and add that to the saving throw. So if you get captured you should be able to add your d four with your strength. So right we'll go on. ahead and do that and we main and play actually step in front of Melvin.
0: So Alright, so fulfilling. you're about like 10 feet from the wall right now, yep. Melvin's about 5 feet from the wall. Bloop is hiding behind you both. Bloop Bloop. Bloop Alright uh, Roscoe, back to your turn You are still about uh, 30 feet from the wall. I'm going to stab at Cobb with both daggers Okay. Cobb is still at the water's edge by the way, so you'd have to advance forward about 20 feet to do that. Alright, that's fine Okay. Uh, 18 is definitely a hit Eight piercing damage. You drive your first dagger into Cobb's shell, and it fucking destroys him. He is dead. Oh, look at that second roll, though. Oh no. Did you want to use that second roll against Grant, who is within about ten feet? That would extend, or that would uh, that would use up all of your movement, but you would end your turn with an attack That's on fun. Grant. I'll attack Grant. So that 25 is a hit. You do a total of three piercing damage. Grant is down to bloodied but he is alive. It is now Grant's turn. For Grant's turn, he makes a terrifying squealing noise, attempting to summon more crabs to the fight. No crabs respond to his first call. So he screams out again. Two more crabs find their way into the fight from his second scream. Uh, That's going to be... We want all the crabs. Mm -hmm. They're weak and easy to kill. Okay. Do you think eventually a big one will come?
2: I don't know. The boss crab? There's got to be a boss crab at some point. Or the boss crab's in this
0: cube or something. (laughs) The whole cube is a boss crab? Uh, Heather and Inigo have joined the fight. You know what? This whole island is a
2: boss crab. I bet you we're on top of the crab right now. Like the crab in uh, Moana? Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Shiny! (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. That ends Grant's turn, but now Inigo is up. Uh, Inigo... Oops.
2: My name is Inigo Montoya. That's exactly what I was thinking.
0: Right? Inigo is going to cry out. You kill my father. Prepare to die. What the fuck? What is going on there? Inigo... There we go. Inigo, his cry is heard. Jasmine joins the fight. And then Inigo is going to make an attack at Roscoe, who is right there. There's a lot more clicking than I thought this battle would be. (laughs) Uh, Six is going to miss your AC. That's correct. Melvin, it is back to your turn. Grant is the only surviving crab of the original group, but there is a total of four now. So Grant, Heather, Inigo, and Jasmine. They are all grouped fairly close to Roscoe at the edge of this island and you are about 50 feet from them.
2: Uh, what do you think, guys? Are we trying to capture any of these?
1: I was thinking we're going to kill them and then bring them up from there. Is the...
2: Um, I forget, is the Harvest Festival like for the biggest crab or just the most
0: crab? Uh, it was by weight, if you recall. There were two big scales, and there were big dishes. So really,
2: we just want as many crabs as possible. Yeah, many. So. Does
0: that one spell just
2: blow them back into the water, though? If that was too close to the water, I feel like I could retreat to the wall. And mm-hmm. I could do it again and kill a bunch of one swoop. We should just see how long, or just wait for to call for more crab. Uh, I think I'm just going to touch my amulet and whisper plube. And then I'm going to levitate and just stand on top of this cube.
0: Uh, Yeah, you could make your way all the way up there, but it's going to take you... What is that going to take you? It'll take you three turns to get to the top of the cube. Well, all right. So, no way. We said you couldn't do a dash. You don't want to go to the top. How far does your thunder wave? Wh- How big is this cube? The cube is 100 feet on a side. So, 100 feet tall.
2: Oh, that's way bigger than I thought it was. Yeah.
0: And you've got 30 feet worth of levitation movement. So, it would take you three turns to hover all the way up there. Just leave you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Latest suckers.
0: <laughs> um, all right. I won't do that. I, I mean, you could just... still hover above combat if you felt inclined, but
1: yeah
2: I guess I'll just hover above combat and I don't know do we wanna do we just wanna look i'm just gonna hover above combat I'm just gonna kill one crab with
0: uh or i'm gonna attempt to with a firebolt firebolt away uh you have your choice of grant who has been damaged Heather inigo and jasmine um I thought Heather's dead. who was the other new one Heather was one of the original crabs oh it was oh my bad my bad let me pull out then. Kevin. I'm just killing Kevin. Fucking for sure Kevin is dead. All right. You roll for Firebolt. That is a 23, which is definitely a hit on Kevin. Fuck Kevin. (laughs)
1: Roll
0: roll for damage. Six damage on Kevin. Kevin is scorched, but not bloodied. Uh, That pretty much will end your turn. So you're hovering about 30 feet off the ground, 10, 20... Does Kevin smell good right now? Kevin oh, smells man. fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the crab should attack. Trying to eat it. <laughs> They've got these little like trays of clarified butter in their hands. They're just dumping them on Kevin.
2: <laughs> what, are you, what are you spraying me with?
1: Butter. Don't worry about it.
0: Colvick, it is back to you. You're about 10 feet from the wall, meaning you're about 40 feet from the crabs and from Roscoe.
1: And from Roscoe.
0: It's, it still smells delicious where you are, though. <laughs> the scent has wafted its way over to you.
1: <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's
0: what you get when you play D&D while hungry.
1: Yeah. Okay, I should have asked this earlier, because I realized I totally missed up an opportunity when preparing spells. We're at level 7, aren't we? You are currently at level 7. Okay, cool. So I did receive two other spells. That's what I had to look at earlier. Death Ward and Guardian of... Um, Faith. Ah,
0: uh, yes. Your domain
1: spells. Yes. I totally missed those guys. And so I'm going to take advantage of that and use Guardian of Faith on um, in front of me.
0: All right. What's Guardian of Faith do?
1: So it's a large spectral guardian that appears and hovers in the duration of an unoccupied space. And this guardian, whenever a hostile creature you find moves within that 10 feet space... Um, the uh, creature must succeed on a dexterity saving throw, and the creature takes 20 radiant damage on a failed save, or half as much on a success. So with weak creatures such as crabs, gotta be pretty good. And right. it only works up to 60 points of damage no matter what, though. So once that 60 points of damage is in, the Guardian is gone.
0: Right on. And where is this, being, uh, where's this Guardian appearing?
1: I'm gonna go ahead and cast it just straight up 30 feet in front of me. Does
0: it look like George Michael? Oh, it does. I guess it would be nice gotta if have,
1: I could guard your body.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Not just anybody. <laughs> we should definitely have a musical section in the show. You gotta have craps,
2: craps, craps. I gotta have craps, crabs, crabs. crabs. Ah. Crabby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why should i change my name he's the one who sucks or it's more it's more drawn out. it's like
2: crabby
0: stabby stabby crab stab 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 you, you gotta, stab, gotta stab, shave stab, off crab. all your pubes <laughs> to get rid of me <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these crabs are definitely hostile towards you, and if they move into a space within 10 feet of the Guardian for the first time on a
1: turn... So as long, I guess, if they don't see that shield and sword and aren't aware of it, then... I mean, they're fucking dumb. Yeah. The challenge right
0: now is it's when they move into that space for the first time, and Roscoe's there, so they're not going to move past Roscoe, really, unless Roscoe backs up.
1: Which he was talking about
0: doing. There you go. All right, so currently they're, like... They're at the edge of that range. If they advance forward at all, as yeah. they do that, they will uh-huh. get attacked by George Michael, your guardian of faith. Guardian of faith, the faith, the faith.
1: Ah, Colbeck, Colvik.
0: All right. Staying where you are. No bonus
1: action. No bonus action.
0: Excellent. Jasmine is going to attack Roscoe. 16 misses your AC. That's Matches my AC. Matches. Oh no, I'm sorry. It it exceeds. It It exceeds. Alright. That is going to be 4 bludgeoning damage and you are grappled. Bitch. (laughs) That'll be worth 6 grapples. Thankfully, it is now your turn. Oh, and I'm sorry. Jasmine on on her turn is also going to summon one more crab. Uh, That's good. I was
1: worried we were going to kill all our crabs.
0: Linda joins the fight. Joins the crabby crabby fight. Which crab has man's grasp? Uh, the one that just went, which is Jasmine. So, a quick recap here before we get into Roscoe's turn. We have Jasmine who is grappling Roscoe. Uh, there are a total of five crabs on shore now. Grant, who has been, who is wrecked. Inigo, undamaged. Jasmine, undamaged. Kevin, damaged, but you don't know how much. And Linda, new to the fight you are all about 10 feet from the shoreline, and or sorry, Roscoe and the crabs are about 10 feet from the shoreline. Awesome Um, band name. Roscoe and the crabs. Roscoe and the crabs.
2: (laughs) Roscoe and the
1: crabs.
0: (laughs) Thank you, because now that's going to be in my head the rest of the
1: fucking night. Roscoe and the
0: crabs. So So this, uh... Roscoe!
2: Roscoe! All right. Roscoe and the crab.
0: All right. I'm going to do this again just so everybody's got, uh, got it all down. It is about to be Roscoe's turn. Roscoe and a total of five crabs are about 10 feet from the shoreline on the eastern side of this island. Roscoe is currently grappled by Jasmine. Jasmine is undamaged. Linda is undamaged. Inigo is undamaged. Kevin is damaged. And Grant is wrecked. Um, then you've got Melvin and Kolvik, who are both backed up by the cube. Kolvik about ten feet away from it. Melvin about five feet away from it. Both of you standing in front of Bloop. Bloop is, thank God, undamaged. Bloop's vest is, thank God, undamaged. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even gotten any crab meat on it yet.
1: By the way, he is going to have to pay for that vest out of the gold we give him. <laughs> <laughs> Not, we haven't told him that part yet, but... Just like every other place, got to pay for the uniform.
0: Right. But, you know, sometimes a company will give you the first one for free, but if you want a second one, you've got to pay Uh for it.
1: Yep, that's true.
0: I mean, you guys run your company the way you want. I'm just throwing (laughs) it out there as a thing. So, Roscoe, it is your turn. You are grappled. If you wanted to attack, you can certainly do that, but you cannot move until you become ungrappled. To become ungrappled, you either need to kill Jasmine or you need to use a strength saving throw, beating a DC 13 to escape. My strength blows, so I'm going to stabby, stabby Jasmine. You do also get the
1: plus four, 1d4 for rolling. Uh, That is only going
0: to be for a save or...
1: Oh, yeah, I thought he was talking about breaking away. My bad.
0: Yeah, if he just wants to stab. Ooh, critical fail on the Dragon Tooth Dagger. First attack. Regrettably, that is a miss. Uh, 20 is definitely a hit for four hey. piercing damage. You I'm going to su- throw my daggers under the water because <laughs> they suck. Because <laughs> I roll Barley with them. But 20 well, is pretty good. Yeah, you haven't gotten a crit with it yet, but... Roscoe, you did not escape Jasmine's clutching, cloying grasp, uh, so you are not able to move. Grant, on his turn, is going to try to attack Roscoe, since he is now the only person out in front. Uh, Since you're already grappled by one crab, I'm not going to make it so you can get grappled again. But you are going to take 17, uh, or sorry, the attack is 17, which hits your AC. That is going to be 5 bludgeoning damage from Grant. Grant as a bonus action is going to summon, regrettably no crabs come to Grant's aid. Inigo is going to claw at Roscoe, 20 is also going to hit your AC six bludgeoning damage. Ooh, you're getting down there, aren't you? Uh, Inigo will also attempt to summon one crab joins. This crab's name is Marcel, by the way. Marcel? Exotic. (laughs) (laughs) Exotic crab. Inigo is going to also attack Roscoe. 14 misses your AC. My AC is 14. Ah, that is a hit then and there is six bludgeoning damage for for you from Inigo. Uh, Inigo also d- attempts to summon, but no crabs come to his aid. Melvin, it is up to you. All right, guys. I feel like we're going to be here all night. <laughs>
2: um, I would like to cast... Well, <clears throat> can I cast Fireball safely? Is there a spot that I could identify that would allow me to cast Fireball without frying my friends. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, right now, uh, let's see, Jasmine has Roscoe grappled and the rest of them are all close to him, but you could cast Fireball sort of in the center of that crowd of crabs. And, uh, crowd of crabs? Uh, roast some crabs. Take that, crab. Alright, so each of these guys has got to make a DC 15 and a half. Uh, do, do, do. Make a DC... Dexterity save. Crabs don't have a super high dexterity, I can tell you that. They will take 25 fire damage on a failed save and 12 on a successful. A group of crabs is called a cast. I have been wondering, thank you so much. All right, let's just go down the row here. Let's talk about Grant. Grant is gonna fail. Grant is roasted. Deliciously roasted. Mm-hmm. Inigo. Inigo fails. Inigo is roasted to death as well. Mm, Inigo.
1: Mm. Are these making the crabs lighter?
0: <laughs> You're definitely boiling off some of the shell. Linda. Linda fails as well. Man, these crabs suck at dexterity saves. Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Kevin is a success, so oh, Kevin loses. Fucking course of
1: all the crabs, Kevin.
0: Yeah, but you want to know what? It's still enough to kill him. Oh. Kevin was down to nine hit points, and you took you, t- uh, you gave him twelve damage. And Marcel, Marcel is a huge failure. Destroyed. Jasmine, the last one. Jasmine succeeds <laughs> on the save, <laughs> but it is just enough to cook Jasmine. And as that smoking, burning shell uh, releases a delicate yet flavorful scent, the crab also releases Roscoe, and you guys have exited combat.
1: Very nice. I'm
2: so hungry right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gang, so... Is there just, like, piles of
0: delicious crab all around us Mm now? I think
2: there's five. Oh, it's got to be more than uh, that.
0: There is a total From... of ten, uh, and I believe out of those, five are roasted and five are not. Uh, so you've got some roasted crabs, some not roasted crab. Only three of them were blown back into the water, so the remaining ten are there and available.
1: It's not a bad haul.
0: And you are, so you're out of combat. Would you like to uh, go about your business here? Um. Drop the portable hole and start
1: shoveling crab in there, I guess. While they're doing that, I would like to examine this uh, cube a little bit more, see if there's any signs on it of what what's it about.
2: Should we rest at all first? I'm a hurting unit.
1: No- oh, not a bad idea,
0: actually. Yeah? You want to rest? Uh, sure? I don't know. Whatever. I'm bound to, down to about a half HP. All
2: right. We can take you a
0: short, short rest, at least. Take a short rest or a long rest? Short rest. Short rest. Short rest. Okay. Short rest is about an hour, and in that space of time you will not recover any spell slots or anything else, but you can recover hit dice. Go ahead and take hit dice. Uh, you guys are you take a little bit of time and push off some crab into the portable hole. You guys can get all these all ten of them in there. They're they're not that big. Someday someone is gonna listen to this episode and do the math based on how big I said these crabs were and come back and like Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you would not have been able to feel it ten crabs. Eh?
1: Huh. You bring the butter, I'll bring the crabs. Together, we'll eat like kings.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, you guys are—you uh, guys have pushed off all of the crab into your portable hole. You've taken about an hour to rest. Can I? Um,
2: I don't know. Will it help anything if I were to cast Ray of Frost at the crab, keep it on ice? You know? Yeah, yeah. Keep, that's a that's keep a it good idea. and fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Do that.
0: You guys have got to... And, like, once you close the hole, that's a vacuum. So, like, there's no better insulation than a vacuum. You'll keep these crabs nice and chilly. That's a Yeti hole. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Yeti if you'd like to sponsor us. (laughs) I thought that they should call it the Yeti hole. The Yeti hole. Uh, All right. So, I'm going to have each of you guys make a perception roll not very good at perception. Melvin. Melvin.
2: Oh, you're so lucky, guys.
0: So, with a a 1, a 6, and an 18, Melvin, you're the first to hear it coming up from behind you as you guys are staring up at this cube, but it's pretty close behind you that you hear the footsteps of the approaching people. You turn around to see the super amazing Adventure Friends standing behind you at the edge of the bridge. And as you turn around, Lum starts giving you a slow clap. Very good, stupid Adventure Friends. Damn it. That's not even our name. Looks (laughs) like you collected crab. You, You got crabs all of you have crabs now it is a sexually transmitted disease it's not actually very funny but it's funny to imagine you have failed to prevent getting crabs you know what the fuck i mean
2: (laughs) hey lum good to see you
0: buddy how you doing glad you're doing okay how'd you get out of that wizard tower (laughs) you are not very professional adventurers or kidnappers you realize you never even frisked me. You left me there with all of my stuff. Well, next time I'll just you in the spine.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's not going to be a next time, newbie. You see, I don't think that you are able to work for Aegis because you were given an opportunity to take out your competition and instead you showed mercy. I don't believe we are going to give you the same opportunity. And he draws from, uh, uh hang, slung across his back a gigantic glaive, and the remaining uh, folks start getting ready for combat.
2: Hey, 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 hold on, guys. You know, we, this was all in good fun. You know, we didn't want to hurt anybody. We didn't want to hurt Lum. So, um, let's just call it bygones, you know, bygones. Right? Okay, fellas, we're all good.
0: You're not seeing any uh, positive reactions from anybody. There's a a slight smile creeping over Lum's face, though. And he looks at you and says, I don't think so, newbie. You had your chance to get rid of me. We aren't as stupid as you are. And I'm going to have all of you guys roll for initiative. 14. For all of you who love listening to combat... Oh, man. (laughs) It'll be another great round of it. This is not good.
1: Mm -mm. So, typically, do people... Can you communicate with other people while in combat, like the other team? Can you get out of combat through conversation? Or do you have to finish through a life or death?
0: There is ways of exiting combat in non-hostile ways. I don't really want to do that at this point. It's up to you guys to figure out how you would get out of combat Mm -hmm. without doing combat. Um, I'm not going to Instruct you on how that would happen, but it is possible. Melvin, would you get on your initiative there? I got a 14.
1: Kolvik? Yeah, uh, 16. Roscoe? 14.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, the battle you've been waiting for for so long from the super amazing adventure friends is finally at hand. First up in the turn order with a 22. <laughs> Crazeless Oscar Lord
1: (laughs) You just laugh at his name in front of his face (laughs) It's crazy Uh,
0: So these guys, by the way, they're about 30 feet from you They're in a line in front of the bridge You guys are more or less in a line facing them About 30 feet away, 30 feet closer to the giant cube They're Uh, closer to the water than we are? They are, yep They're right at the edge of the water, right at the edge of the bridge, I should say
1: Sounds like an opportunity, doesn't it?
0: Uh, do, do, Crysis is going to shoot his hand crossbow at Kolvik. Kulvik, Kulvik a 21 is going to hit your ACA, I'm guessing? Yep. All You're going to take eight piercing damage from Crysis' crossbow. Okay.
1: And how far... How is that again from where we are to them? Um, Forty feet or something?
0: You're about thirty feet away from them. Okay. Um, so you'd be about twenty feet from the tower. You guys were kind of walking over, or not the tower, sorry. You guys are about twenty feet from the cube. You had walked over to start investigating it after doing your crab cleanup. Crab cleanup. Uh, so Chrysis is stepping back about twenty feet after taking that crossbow shot. Next up in the order is Lum Grip. He is also going to attack Kolvik. So he runs towards you, Kolvik, and he slashes down at you with his giant glaive. Glaive.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 22 looks like it's going to hit your AC. Uh-huh. That is going to be four slashing damage. Actually, wait, sorry. Uh, That is not going to be four slashing damage. He is going to re-roll that damage because of a special fighter ability that he's got. That's actually going to be three damage instead. You fucking lucked out on that. (laughs) I guess so. That is actually, I just learned that. I've never played a fighter in 5th edition. They have an ability called Great Weapon Fighting. Uh, A glaive is a great weapon. If you're not familiar with what a glaive is, by the way, it's basically a sword on a stick. Two-handed weapon. Episode 20, Crustacean Station, was released on March 18th, 2018. You'd better believe we'll be back next week with another episode of The Very Good Adventuring.